listeners, it's time. It's time to improvise with Craven DeWitt. It's time to talk about whatever you would like to talk about. It doesn't really matter. Politics, sports, relationship, religion, anything. It's time. Let's go. Let's connect. Let's begin improvising. Stay tuned. Welcome to another great show of Improvising with me, Craven DeWitt. On tonight, we got a group discussion with the fellas. Uh, first up, I got Lewis, which is, to me, I call him the voice of reasoning. And also, we got Terrence jumping in, which I call T-Free. Definitely known around the world as T-Daddy. Lewis, what's good? I was going to try to set up in my dining room area, but my son, that as soon as I come through the door, he comes running down. So I'm coming back outside. <laughs> okay. Uh, how old is your son? He's six. Oh, okay. You got a, wow. You got a, uh, yeah. You got a young one there. Yeah, me and my wife, we don't know what the hell we was thinking about. <laughs> you got some work. You got a little bit of work on your hands. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, our youngest at the time was uh, 11, which which was uh, her daughter, my stepdaughter. And uh, <laughs> like I said, man, and and it is, it's funny because there's a funny story behind that shit too, man. <laughs> like, Boy, uh, you, you, you in your 40s? Or yeah, I'm, four, I'm 41. I'm 46, so like, uh, my wife, she already had a, uh, two kids you know we got together and I had one on the outside so we both was a degree and you know we're good yeah you know, we don't need no more we ready yeah you're good we <laughs> up the way and you know start our own thing you know right but life had uh, <laughs> life had different plan life has its way of uh, or as people would say um, laugh, tell them their plans. Exactly. <laughs> like, what plans? What plans are you talking about? Yeah, you think you got some plans. That's not what I got for you. Huh? Be like, that's not what I got for you. Exactly. But um, it's funny because, uh, like I said, I was doing some training for uh, AT&T while I in Charlotte when uh she found out that she was pregnant and um i just had left that sunday to head back to training so i got to the room and uh she was like hey i got something to tell you and i'm like first thing i'm thinking is uh what the, what the kids done did now you know right and uh she was like no nah, it's not the kids it's what you did so you know, <laughs> you know immediately my mind started racing going oh shit what the hell I do what the hell I do you know like when the police get behind you you start thinking of everything you done did exactly so I'm like oh god damn you know and she was like calm down I'm like what do you mean she was like I can I can just hear it I can hear it your, 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 your mind is going too fast and I'm like what <laughs> but um she was like hey man I'm pregnant. 
Let me tell you, man. You ready? You ain't ready for it. This was the worst thing I ever did in my marriage. I said, <laughs> let me tell you, it came out so fast. I said, for who? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, boy, I wonder how you how you able to get out of that one. Dude, all I heard was the phone click. Oh, she didn't even say nothing. I called back. <clears throat> no answer. <laughs> like about, I let about 30 minutes pass I'm like okay give us some time you know let that shit process <laughs> so I called back no answer so I called one of the boys and I'm like yo your mama there and he was like no she grabbed her purse and got in the car oh no I said oh shit she on her way to Charlotte <laughs> you said Charlotte yep I was, you know, she drove from Charleston to Charlotte that night. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> when she got there, she knocked on the door, right? Because I had done told her what room I was in and everything. So she got this. She, I, when I heard the knock on the door, first, like, we, you know, normally when we get to Charlotte, we'll go out to eat, you know, as a group. So my mother was like, yo, man, we about to go, blah, blah, blah. I said, man, I'm about to have company, so... I'm gonna stay here and wait for her to get. Oh, you know she was. <laughs> yeah, I okay. Do, man. And you know, of course, you know them. They looking at me like, "You're married," and I'm like, "That's who I'm waiting on." <laughs> and they was like, "Oh man, what the hell you did?" I said, "Man, I'll tell you about it tomorrow, man." <sighs> and like I say, about three, I say about three and a half hours later, I sure did. A knock came on that door. I opened that door. I said, "Listen." Please don't get me put out these people, please. <laughs> and she was like, you know I'm pissed at I said, I know, babe. I'm sorry. I'm like, that shit just came out. I don't know where it came from. Wow, she got in her car, drove three and a half hours. You know. That's what we ain't playing. She ain't playing. She ain't about playing no games. I mean, like I said, you know, it's funny now, but it wasn't funny then. Oh, I don't know what I've done. <laughs> I do the same thing. Please don't get me put out of this place. Just, Terrence, you on, you on here? Yeah, I'm on. Can y'all hear me? Y'all can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Cool. Yeah, I can hear you pretty good. Cool. Can you hear him, uh, Lewis? Yeah, I was sitting back listening. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I always got a story, man. My life is full of stories. I was Crazy. gonna say, man, I know they ain't broadcasting this story. No, nah, no, nah, I can, I can. We can, we can kill that. We can clip that part. <laughs> I don't care, man. It's a part of my life, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we all here, first thing I'm gonna throw out there before I ever say. Happy New Year's to everyone. I'm gonna be like, did y'all get y'all stimulus check yet? Mine's supposed to hit. <laughs> That's what the we can just go. We can just go from there. Yeah. yeah wait. Did you get your stimulus check yet? You know, I saw something on Facebook uh, yesterday. It said that the strippers and the drug dealers got their money first. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true because I haven't got mine yet. I definitely haven't got mine. 
I, I didn't know they, they, they issued them, so they they approved it. My mother hit me up yesterday and said that some you know one of our cousins already had it. Nah, that's they had the old yesterday. stimulus check, man. That ain't the new. They one. had it yesterday. That's the See, old actually one. yesterday. That's the old one. See, this is why I'm moving from the spot I'm at now. I got a bunch of fucking college kids across the street. They're ready to go. They popping fireworks out here. Nah, the, the fucking car alarm going off. Oh, I thought that was somebody just blowing. I thought they was about to get a block party going. Well, they shooting already in the neighborhood. They shooting already in the city. Like on some on on something serious, man. And and I and I probably was wrong, but like. You know, I don't mind, you know, you have your get-togethers. I mean, they're not really wild, wild, but it's just, come on, man. You got like three o'clock in the morning. People got to go to work. And they had somebody, it was somebody car alarm going off and it went off for like 20 minutes. Dude, I, I just, I got up, I called a tow, this guy that I know that tow cars. And I told him, come through and snatch every damn car on the street. <laughs> oh, I blame you. Twenty minutes of a uh, long going on, and it was like, like three in the morning. Yeah, and and and, it, and it's not like, you know, I don't know. Maybe they had the music on in the house or something. You know, I, I, I don't care. But like, dude, man, come on. And then it was a Tuesday. Man, the hustle don't stop when you in college, man. Shit, you better slow it down around here where I'm here. <laughs> Like these these cats be having the whole street like on both sides lined up, you know. With, like I said, I don't have a problem with it, but when it when 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 what you do interferes with my life, I have a problem. Yeah, I feel you. You know, like like one morning I was backing out, taking my son to work at three in the morning. Shit, I'm half asleep. I almost backed into one of their cars. Damn. And so how, how tight how tight is the is the area which you where you live at? I mean, I mean two cars if the road is clear, two cars can pass through. But yeah, when them kids drinking or trying to get where they gotta go, or whatever, they don't be parking right. They're not spacing their cars correctly or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You could be off a couple a couple inches and you know, you you, you can cause your car to get damaged, your car's an accident, somebody leaving in the morning that, that that's moving with a routine. It ain't normally no car behind my car, so I'm backing up or whatever, you know, my normal routine to go to work, you know, and I, bam, I hit something. Then what? See, like, when they first moved in, you know, like, this is the crazy part. Like, my wife was getting ready to go to work at, you know, four in the morning, and she, called, she calls me, I'm sleeping. I don't have to be to work till 2 p.m. Why? Why is you calling me? And uh, she was like, "Oh, you—they gonna somebody got to do something." These motherfuckers actually had a car blocking my driveway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They don't care. So I went across. Say something I went across the street. And I'm like, "Oh man, you know who's driving such and such?" Yeah, please have to move, man. You know, my wife is trying to get to work. I'm like, dude, and I told him straight up, I said, dude, if she's late to work, I got to hear that shit. And I'm going to be honest with you. Y'all ain't going to like me if I got to hear her mother. <laughs> the, the shit rolls down the ladder. And she's at the top of the ladder. <laughs> and I'll be damned if I hold all that weight. Nah. So, you know, they was like, oh, my bad, my bad. You know, 
So, you know, they haven't done it ever since. But it's just like, sometimes it get to be a little aggravating, you know? And that's what happens so, in, in the college community. Community. But you move, right? No, we about to move, though. But like I told him, I said, listen, dude, I'm going to be real with you. When I back up my yard, there's not supposed to be another car until the next drive. I don't care. I'm going to hit it. Because <laughs> it's not supposed to be so, there. These college students, what what are they? Are they uh, they Caucasian? They black? Uh, uh, what was probably first, a myth. At first, it was Caucasians, and they would have their parties, but you wouldn't know. Oh, so they kept quiet. Yeah, they they would have their company like parked down the street, you know, because we do have like a section where there's really no cars on one side. There's no houses on one side of the street. So he would have them parked down there. Walk back. Now we got the Omegas. Q Dog. Yeah, yeah, the Q. Oh, you know they're in the building, right? You know <laughs> they're around yeah. the Charleston, Charleston Southern kids? Yeah. Mm. And what's so crazy about it? And I don't know too much about the fraternity world because I, I didn't go to college. But like the guy, one of the guys that lived there, he's a Q. His girlfriend is white. Yeah. To me, that's what a little awkward. Would that guy do anything in South Carolina? I guess. Like I said, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> yeah, me and, me and uh, T was having this conversation. He basically was saying, and you know, in that area, that's just how it is. That's that's not that's the norm. Well, you gotta look at the school though. And the racial couple, Craig, Craig, have you ever heard of Charleston Southern? The only reason why I heard of Charleston Southern is because uh, this girl that works at my job, I think she went to Charleston Southern. Otherwise, than that I wouldn't even know. I think, it's a, I think it's a. I want to say it's a Christian school. Or... It's a Christian school. They got yeah. curfew and everything. You get caught with some drugs, a girl in your room, any of that, you out of there. And um, it's been my experience because I dealt with a, you know uh, um, a, a couple folks from um, Charleston Southern or whatever, and they the worst. <laughs> but that to be a Christian school, man, like it's no holds barred with them, yo. The school's got its principles, but the students they got they got a whole different agenda. Bro, I be out too. All life, all life. I used now. to be out two, three, four, five, six in the morning. They out too. You know, at, at the hole in the walls, man. Especially with school first, you know, around uh, around August, September, that first semester, when you get all the freshmen coming in, you know, from all over the place, they got to sow their oats. So, um. They everywhere. <laughs> they everywhere. But it's just so crazy when I found out the rules. This school actually has rules, and none of them follow. Them. Mm. I mean, look, you got, I guess they can't fight against the masses. If everybody breaking the rules, ain't nothing. It's not too much they can do. Yeah, they want to keep those. Uh, they want to keep that money coming in. Or you know, or, or, or the school just ain't taking it. You know, serious like that. You know, these. these you know, it is what it is. I know um, South Carolina State was off the chain like that, man. South Carolina State was crazy, bro. 
No, my boys. Um, I had a couple boys that uh, went to school out there, and um, they stayed in you know in the in, in the boys' dorm or whatever. I don't think they had a, a hall monitor, or none of that type stuff up, and it was a man for himself. Man, I thought I was in the projects. <laughs> you can come and go as you please. They did have a security guard, but he he been doing his own thing. He knew everybody. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Halls be dark. The craziest thing, man. You gotta walk all the way down this long hall to go to the bathroom or to take a shower. So you know what a whole lot of clean, you know what I'm saying? Um brothers up in there, man, like that, you know. Oh man. You know, you get up at two in the morning, you know how it is now with us, man. You get up two, three, four, you know, we we, we might have to use the facilities, you know, different times throughout the night. I used them more than I did when I was younger. You know, it ain't enough for me to be up at two in the morning and have to use, you know, the bathroom. Bruh, them guys, the they're MacGyvers. <laughs> you said MacGyvers. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They'll put them some stuff together. So, you know, they're too lazy. Ain't nobody walking down that long call so you can get snatched. <laughs> <laughs> they got beer bottles and stuff in their rooms and stuff. They be pissing in and jump like that, man. That's how bad it is, man. It's crazy. That's wrong. Somebody's paying money to send their kids to this school, and that's how their kids is living. Ridiculous. Man, I heard some people telling me uh, that was going to John C. John C. Smith in Charlotte that the bathrooms and stuff is just, man, it's just like it's not clean. I mean, I never went to, I never lived on campus. You know, I only, I only you know, did some community college stuff or whatever. So I'm just trying to figure out. I, I mean, how you manage like that? How you, you went to Coastal? You lived on campus? I stayed on campus for a semester, and um, our bathrooms, we shared a bathroom with the room, the next room over or whatever. So we all had a, you, you got a bathroom right by your room. Basically, um, the, the, you know how hotels they have uh, adjoining the rooms. Yeah, our rooms are adjoined through the bathroom. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Right, so it's basically it's four people to a bathroom or whatever, man. And like, it was never no problem with that, never. Besides, when folks want to, you know, smoke in the bathroom and stuff. I mean, I've been on, I've been on, I've been on plenty of college campuses, but never attended. You know. <laughs> Yo, when I say no, I ain't never seen nothing like South Carolina State. I'd have been to Temple and all that. I ain't never seen. I've been to Hampton. I ain't never seen nothing like South Carolina State. These cats got to walk down this long hallway, man, to go take. And then the showers is like open and stuff like you in jail. <laughs> and you don't know, That's what I'm saying. Like You don't know who. <clears throat> I wouldn't even go in there like that. And I stayed there for a week. Security guard was like, cool, I can just walk in. He saw me one time. I was good. So you don't even know who in the building. Shit, just imagine who else in the building. That's what I'm saying. Yo, that's just like when I used to go to the club, man. If motherfucker can walk in there without getting pat down, hold on, I'll be right back. I'm going in the car and get my gun. <laughs> As you know, it's not it's not gonna be safe. Yeah. No. Nah. If that dude walked in and didn't get pat down, and you he didn't even say what's up or dap up the the bouncer, nah. If if I, I I'm gonna go in, but I'm not gonna stay too long. 
Hey, I, I didn't do a lot of clubbing, but I've been to one where, yeah, I just walked right up in it. But it was pretty, you know, it was, it was a laid yeah, back. Yeah, no hole in the wall. We talking about hole in the walls. Nah. Well, these cats be coming in there on a mission. Well, well these cats, they tell the bouncer, I'm not showing you no ID. I'm still going time. <laughs> they coming there on a mission. Yeah, if it's like that, I'm chilling outside. This is my uncle club. I'm not showing no ID. I'm outside. <laughs> or, or, or I already been in there. You already seen my ID. What that got to do with anything, man? You see your ID. I don't remember you. But I mean, they run all you know, all type of stuff. Y'all boys know how that is. Matter of fact, you know, you know, see that? You know, I used to do uh, security with an uh, underground, and um, like I would get to the club early. I'm trying to get there as soon as the owner opened the door. <laughs> and I'm checking everybody in and out. You know, and they, they, you know, they're quick to say, well, you got a gun. Uh, I'm supposed to. Oh, so you were yes, working. Yeah. You work in the club. Oh, okay, okay. The, the, the problem is, man, when you got money invested in these clubs, trying to make a little come up for the night, these dudes come get you shut down or whatever. You know, blow your money over um uh, five minutes of. I mean, I, if we on the internet, they call it trolling. Like they ain't even. Some, a lot of times, some guys ain't even about that life. They want to come in there and act a fool. They got guns and, and whatnot. Police coming in, shutting down everything. They playing with your money. So yeah, it's but smart that you get there ahead of time. I'm gonna say this though, T. Out of all the years that I did security at these clubs, most of our fights were women. Because <laughs> they, they don't care about getting loose out there. You know, and, you know, and like, my thing is, you know, like, when I break them, I'm like, yo, you know, why are you beefing with her? <clears throat> oh, she fucking my baby daddy. I said, all this dick in this club, and you worrying about one? Mm hmm. <laughs> Like, is you stupid? Well, at least they ain't fighting about over who got um she got on the same outfit as Man, I would prefer that than be fighting over baby daddy. Man. Come on, man. And ba and baby daddy making a move on uh so on somebody else up in there. Yeah. I'm like shit, I told nah, I couldn't I couldn't do that. I told one stuff, chick, man. I'm like, listen, girl, nah. I guarantee you I fuck you better than your baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> try me out, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I try and tell Crave, man. Save you all. I try and tell Crave, yo. He would have ran with me back in the day. I didn't include you in the conversation in case folks didn't know who might be listening. You know, me and Lewis got history. <laughs> I didn't include you in the conversation, but I said, bro, you would have ran with me back in the day and seen some of the stuff. You know, I used to get into. And what's crazy is Lewis. You could tell him I was mild. Was I? Oh yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing though See, T kept that on the low Cause I thought T was just chilling I thought he was Listen. saying You know, from, from high school It seemed like he was just in his own His own other world sometimes Listen, man. So I didn't think he had connections Listen, it, But you saying this, this happened after school, right? After yeah, high school Yeah, man, right? I mean, I wasn't I wasn't oh, okay, okay. high school either. I just ain't doing dirt, you know what I'm saying? You know what? Listen, I man, if you was down, if you was down there the same time T was down there, T would tell you, shit, my motto is ain't no, ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Remember that night when I, when I took milk, <laughs> when I brought the two girls over to milk mm -hmm. in the club? Yeah. I, listen, 
I walked up to them. I said, hey, y'all want to meet Milk Styles from the radio? They was like, yeah. I said, come on. <laughs> I walked them over to them, and they was like, that's not Milk. I'm like, Milk, say something. And, you know, he started talking, and they was like, oh, shit. We didn't know you were white. <laughs> oh, wow. And um, I was like, shit, that don't matter. Shit. I said, I'm going to leave y'all over here to get to know him. I think he left with one of them that night. We turned all his business now. Milton got more damn black um uh, um uh, black chicks than a, a lot of black folks I know. <laughs> Man, if you see it, if you the see it now, you'd be laughing. You wouldn't believe it. We might we, we might we might have to change we talk about him, we might have to change it to Coburg or something. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> Coburg. You know, you know, you know, he's up on a different level. Than we are. I'm trying to get those no lawsuit or nothing. That's about this. We all about the same level. It's just funny, though, man. Like, it was bananas back then, man. And it seemed like it was so long ago, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it was just about having fun, man. That's it. So, man, how y'all meet? You, you did? Did you do some radio work too? Uh, no, I actually met T. Um, because he was working with this uh, group uh, called, uh, what was it? I See I Said Entertainment. Maybe, yeah, I, maybe I shouldn't. Promote, I was promoting clubs. Maybe I shouldn't, maybe oh, I shouldn't oh, say oh. their name, you know, because, you know, he didn't, you know, that guy didn't like it. But, but they I with that. Yeah, I was but, promoting um, clubs and um, we were trying to break it down with, we're trying to basically we're trying to get all the areas we could in, in in South Carolina that was you know jumping. So you know we, we had uh, things we were doing in Columbia, Myrtle Beach, Florence, uh, Charleston, Florence, King Street. You know we was all over the place, man. They even got down to Savannah for a little bit. But I was always on the beach. I wasn't never in um, Charleston like that, you know, because I lived on the beach. I was going to coastal, and um, I, be- I believe. I- did I meet you in Paulie's or did I meet you in um, Charleston? I think you met me at Charleston at um, El Coyote's. Yeah, one night I was, you know, I was in Charleston and um, I, I, I met everybody, man. And, you know, we just been friends since then. It ain't, never been, no BS. It ain't never been no crap with me and Lewis. Never. I don't see how anybody, you know, <laughs> you know can, can, can ever have a problem with Lewis, man. Yeah, you seem like, like I said, you sound like the worst reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Street. You but, always got, it's always good to have somebody a lot of people, on your team or somebody you can. You meet certain like people. Sometimes good. somebody got to tell you about yourself, right? And, and, and you gotta have somebody. And then what do he that. does, you know, with the security, every now and then you got to check folks. But it's how you check them, and he's one of the few people I know. You know, he, he gonna check you now. He gonna have a tone and everything. What um um I'm with you, and you can take it how you want to take it. But it's still respectful how he come at you. Like he ain't yeah, really you know. trying to play you. You had to do something, this man, for him to try and play you. He ain't trying to play you. You know what I'm saying? Now you can show off. I hope you got like, hands or you know. A lot of times, I, you know, I would tell them boys, "Listen, man, <laughs> I don't want to put you out." You know what I'm saying? It's, it's too many ladies in here for me to put you out. Get one of these ladies. Forget about what you was beefing about. You know, I'm gonna keep an eye on this other cat so he can't sneak up on you. All right? And I don't. And I go to this other dude and I tell him the same thing. And he'd be like, yeah, you're right, man. You know, I'm like, listen, man, don't don't up the club for that, man. 
Right, because at the end of the night, ain't nobody trying to get put out. Everybody in there on the same mission. You know, the small thinking. You know, small you know, you know, the team that I had, it wasn't no big. We weren't a bunch of big dudes. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, we had to use our intellect to control the crowd. And then, two, when um, Coop finally realized that he can control the tempo of the club, because at the time, Coop was just come. DJ Coop was just coming out. Mm-hmm. And I went to him. I'm like, dude, listen, when you look at when I look at you and I tell you, bring it down some, bring it down a little. You know, bring it down a song or two and then you can jack it back up. But you can't keep it at 10 the whole time. You know, a lot of folks don't understand that either, man. It's so much until, you know, um, running a club. And that's part of it right there. The music, the DJ, the DJ controls the crowd, you know, especially in in, in a hole in the wall. You know, we playing crunk music or whatever. And this was during the time where Atlanta lost their damn mind. You know, yeah. um, Bone Crusher came out with the damn um, um, fighting in the club, and um, no, uh, what he he went to the trunk, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm a pop. He, yeah, he then then the yeah, then you had like, you know, like you said, like you said, Lil John, you know, um, and he came out, and then you know, Lil Scrappy, we some head muscles, and then uh, uh, what was it, uh, the low group with Diamond and uh, Trueville. Crime Mob and Trailville, yeah. Yeah. The, the, when them songs came out, oh my God. And then I, I actually did a show where um, they, they brought Crime Mob in. And they was on stage and they was like, yo, y'all ain't crunk enough for me. You know, and I'm looking like, what, 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 this, what this chick about to do? She said, if you see a nigga in the crowd, you don't like him, punch him. <laughs> Who is that, Prince? Oh, yes. <laughs> you trying to get the club shut down. Man, and they kicked the music on. Man, we must listen. We earn our money that night. Yo. But I tell you, it's, it's one DJ, and I'm not going to call his name. But I've, I've told you the story about this one, T-Daddy, mm-hmm. where I, I actually cut the power off on him. Yeah, he, he going in. You know, because DJs looking at the crowd rowdy and everything, you know, they think they get points for that. They like, got everything shut down. But yo, listen, I clipped the power on him, man. Yeah, they think they get points for that, man. People throwing stuff, floor wet, folks slipping. It's crazy, man. Hey, tell them about um Yin Yang, bro. Yin Yang. It was a listening party. But they were charging folks like fifty dollars to get through the door, man. Umar Johnson. So it was come to the come coming close to the end of the night. You know, we was out there in Paulie's. These country boys expecting to see them boy perform for fifty dollars. Yeah, t- tell them what a champagne exactly. party is, because you know exactly. I didn't know what a champagne party was till that night. They made this uh, champagne party supposedly is. Um, I'll tell you what it is. A listening so you're paying party. to come party with these guys. So you—that's all you're, you're. You're paying to be in the same building with them. That's what you're paying um, um, thirty, forty, fifty, and sixty bucks for. Because the price goes up at the later it gets. Gotcha. Right. But these guys don't understand that they paying. You know, everybody coming out late. 
So they paying 60 bucks to get up in there. They coming up in here for a show, not to give their money away. And these is, you know, I ain't going to say they, I, these cats from the country, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, they come out, Paulie's the city to them. That's crazy, right? Paulie's is the city to them. They come out from the country, you know, yin yang there. This is a big thing. They want to see a show, man. You ain't just going to take these boys' money. They ain't going to let you take their money in the street. What make you think they're going to let you take their money at the club? True. But that ain't the best part. The best part was, I, I, I don't even know the little short one name that got Kane. the limp. I remember it. It was Kane, the one with the high heel. This dude talking trash. Fuck you, country niggas. I'm running, run, run. and I'm like, dude, you need to shut the fuck up and get out this damn door while we while we got it safe. I I, I can tell you everything they did, man. <laughs> so when they got there, so it was a champagne party. You came to be in the building with Yin Yang. You should be able to take pictures with them, right? They should be friendly and stuff, and you know that type thing. Or, or did nah, them boys got there. D Rock, that's the other one. Um, he was um, He's sick. high as hell. He, he he went and got a VIP and fell asleep. And Kane hid in the kitchen all night, acting like he was frying chicken. So these folks came to see Yin Yang, and Yin Yang ain't even come out. So it's not just that they didn't perform; they hid the whole night. So basically, they out there stealing money. Imagine the other spots they, they pulled this stunt on, man. That's crazy. And you know, um, part of my job was, um, you know, um, I had to make sure. When we got acts and stuff coming to town like that, it's in my area. I got to make sure they straight. So, you know, um, I mean, there's a long time ago. I could talk about it now, but I got to make sure, you know, if they got, you know, a habit or something, they got that. I got to make sure, you know, women or strippers or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I got to make those moves. I got enough time to make sure everything's straight, you know, for, um, for them boys, even down to getting hotels and stuff sometimes, you know what I'm saying? You know, these cats ain't deserve no, nothing. Man. They ain't did no work. You know, um, I've done shows with them before, but these the shows I've done were actual concerts when they actually had to get on stage and rap and stuff. But they was chilling that night, bro. And then so they just posted up. They posted Dude, up. They didn't even part. post up though. Post up to me <laughs> that you can still be seen. Pain was hot and in the kitchen. Matter of fact, like he, you know, matter of fact. Yeah, I'm here. Still here. I'm here. You still there? Matter of fact, I was over in VIP with uh with D Rock, and I'm yeah. like, "Yo, you okay?" He was like, "Man, I don't feel good," and he was laying down <laughs> on the couch. Why. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and and when I said it was like vultures that night, they was thirsty, man. You know, normally you know females can come, I can let them in free or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know, it was no perks in it for us that night. They was even watching the money hard. They ain't do nothing, though. The point, the, point? Was to, the point was to get paid and leave. <laughs> <laughs> Them boys probably made about damn four grand or more. Gosh, that's crazy. Yes, it was. It was crazy and funny at the same time. Oh, it was fun, man. And I remember... um. Everything was about to hit the fan. My man Fonzo was like, look, yo, we try to talk to talk to these cats. These cats got the bread and stood out the back. So now everybody gonna fight up. And my man Fonzo was like, look, man, y'all come back Thursday night and hook y'all with some champagne or something, man. But ain't nothing we could do tonight. Well, I remember damn, um, Big Hustles and Head This is what you about to do. 
we about to get you in, in our car, so we about to ride down the street to that gas station, and we gonna watch what's going on out here tonight. From down the street, we leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hustle wasn't about staying around, sticking around for the noise. Now. Nah, not for that. Now he said we go down the street and we gonna watch. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Your police was off to everything. You know, it was just crazy, man. But I mean, if they got away with that, that, that couldn't have been the first time they pulled a stunt like that. That's mm-hmm. something that, you know, these 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 acts do. I've been at clubs and Hey, me and the fellas going to stop right here for right now on this particular show, but catch us on the next show. Stay tuned in and thank you. Peace.